Yeah, well, we're going to kind of break away from that music for a second. And uh, thank you for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. And part of that morning routine means you had to hear that phenomenal interview one more time and make sure that you donate as well. But while you're getting your donations in, we want to also introduce you on this morning to Sarah Scandone. Now, she is a vegan restaurant owner and holistic health enthusiast who has been living a natural, healthy vegan lifestyle for over 20 years. So she knows what's going on. Now, having owned four plant-based restaurants and having studied natural medicine and herbalism for 15 plus years, today she is coming to share the knowledge and wisdom of healthy living. We always say health is wealth here, right? And we mean it. The knowledge of healthy living and entrepreneurship with us. We are talking Nourish Philly. And I have Sarah Scandone on the line with me this morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Machine. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me on. Give thanks. Give thanks. And we give thanks to you for teaching us about the healthy vegan lifestyle. Health is wealth. And we need to know where to start. A lot of us need to know where to start. So let's start with this question. Now, how did you get started in the vegan lifestyle and why? Yes, I, it's, it's funny. Many of us hear this, that right before we all go vegan, we say, oh, I could never go vegan. I hear this right. a lot. And then right down the road, immediately, I think I said that and probably about two weeks later, I was vegan and plant-based and it felt amazing. Um, so definitely my foundation was I was raised very healthy, thankfully, um, My parents definitely showed me the value of food, growing your own food, where our food came from. Um, I was raised in health food stores, so I was already exposed to natural living and natural health. Um, And it was, you know, so so anybody out there that's raising your children in this manner and and really showing them the value of of food and and having a connection with food, and and that's something we really need to rebuild right now, too, is our connection with food and understanding that growing our own food is important, understanding where our food comes from, how long it takes to grow food, these, you know, these things, it's really, really important now. So I had that foundation growing up and then, of course, going off to college and being exposed to different places and different, um, just different information, you know, getting the knowledge and the in, in, in information about how valuable this is to our health. And I worked at a health food store and I was exposed to amazing plant-based food and education about what animal products and animals are doing to our bodies. And it just kind of shifted in me and it just, I kind of just, you know, a light bulb went off and was like, wait, why are we using animals for our food when there's so much other stuff to eat and, you know, amazing foods to eat, you know, sometimes we we don't realize how limited we are by just, you know, staying in this, this common um, diet that we are all raised in, you know, we can't be, you know, upset when people aren't on the vegan side or on a health side because we were all raised in this, you know, the society we live in very much. So also not even just doesn't educate us about the value of health, but also pushes an industry and an agenda behind animal production or animals and, you know, the milk industry, the, the animal industry. It's a large industry in this country and, and around the world as well too, but primarily here, we're definitely, 
educated that it's important to eat this, you know, sad or standard American diet Mm -hmm. that they have, you know, this fear of and saying we should eat this way. But when we start to educate ourselves and and move past that, we see that there are so many other things to to really offer for us for food and um, and provide amazing, delicious food for us. And I'm also a Rastafarian. So in our faith, we don't eat animal flesh. You know, we don't want to put anything dead into our our healthy, you know, temple, our godly temple. So that was another, uh, you know, as I progressed down the road of plant-based or veganism, I became more in that faith and realized like that was, it stuck. You know, I definitely was maintaining that level of health and it just continued to grow. My knowledge in it, my, you know, desire to share with other people, you know, was really just something that, you know, kind of when that seed is planted in you, it's almost like this is your purpose and your, your passion, you know? Absolutely. And you you spoke on the lifestyle of being vegan and how you entered into that realm. But I also want to touch on this question. A lot of cities do not place a focus on urban agriculture and how that plays a part in this lifestyle. Speak on the importance of what urban agriculture means to cities across the country and why it's so important to the lifestyle. You mentioned growing your own food, but a lot of people don't understand that they can do urban agriculture within the city limits. Absolutely. And I I see it as beautiful here in Philadelphia. I see it. I lived on the West Coast for a while. It's definitely huge out there just because it's year-round growth mm-hmm. or growing seasons but here it's really beautiful and amazing to see some of these beautiful farms that you know we have we have life to grow urban creators farm there is mill creek farm um free haven farms there's so many different farms here in not necessarily even just in the city but urban agriculture and it's again it's having that connection to food it's helping us really connect ourselves to food and providing fresh, healthy food for inner cities and in communities that are more than likely food deserts. A lot of these spaces are food deserts in the city, so people don't have the access, not even just the information, but also the access to food. So when we have these urban agricultural and have these farms in the city, it gives our community a little bit more access to this food that's so much needed. And not just the food, but the information and the connection to food and growing and and understanding the importance of this as well. It's really beautiful to see a lot of the farms also have a lot of programs where people come in and they learn to cook the food, Mm -hmm. to grow the food, what, you know, there's so many different elements around this, you know, composting, you know, utilizing seeds, seed saving. There's so many elements that are really important for us and our future of food, you know, that, that they have a lot of really educational information about as well. Absolutely. And speaking of that education, this led you to be an educator to educate the people, the community, on healthy living and as well as opening up phenomenal restaurants. So talk about the start of that journey in the education of it all. Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts of it, for sure. I see it's definitely in alignment with my purpose. Of course, having the restaurants is, you know, I absolutely love it and be able to, to reach the masses with good food. People love good food, and we cook some amazing food in here. So it's great, but the education, because you can feed somebody, again, at that old proverb we hear, you know, you can, teach, you, can, you can give somebody a fish, but if you teach somebody to fish, they can implement that, and they can, 
you know, really it changes and it impacts lives a lot more when you're able to educate someone about the value of what they're doing, about the importance of that, and it impacts their lives and it will continue on, you know. So it's something that I really love being able to share with my community the value of this and the information and knowledge that I've been given. You know, I've been, I've traveled around the world. I've been around um, many different countries. I have been, and I've had access to amazing healers and just been informed from people. Again, I was, at one point I was taught by a Mayan who then translated it to English or Spanish and then to English. Mm. So it's like a lot of that indigenous and ancient knowledge of health and healing through our plants and our fruits and vegetables. You know, these basic, this basic diet, this basic, you know, liberty that we can have just by having these natural foods was really passed on to me from, again, my family, the foundation of that, but also through my travels and through other people educating me. So once I got that education, I only see it fit to then share it with my community, share it with the people that are seeking that. Because someone reminded me when I was frustrated one day about people not getting healthy and not, you know, this and that. And they're like, well, you have to remember they've never had access to the information and then they also don't have access to the foods and it really helped me see that in order for me to make more of an impact I would need to start educating and help on that education path and help educating people and bringing that information to people who it's been hidden from and that's you know a lot of people because this is not highly talked about now thankfully it is a beautiful it's beautiful how the um, emergence of health and and importance of a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. is now it's really beautiful to see it changing across um, all communities, you know, definitely more so in different areas, but it's really beautiful to see that this is, is becoming so much more important and people are really connecting to the importance of health. So I am really thankful to be in that space to, you know, share that information I have received and that knowledge that I feel so passionate about. Sometimes when I start going on and on about health, I just keep going and going because it's just I'm so passionate about it. And I see how it can change lives. You know, it's it's one thing to be able to inform somebody who is very sick. I work with people that are very sick across the board. Mm -hmm. And it's really beautiful to be able to see them change their lives and to to be able to be healthy and save their lives. You know, I I was working with a woman who came to me and was distraught and upset and sad. And I could see it and feel it. And it's really difficult. You really connect to these people that you're working with. And her child, her young child, has type 1 diabetes, and she has, he, not even, she, she is an amazing mother for doing this, but he has gone on a 30 to 45 day at this point fruit cleanse to remove this from his body. He's come off all of his diabetic medication, all of his insulin, and his, his you know, A1C numbers are amazing. So to see that people can really change and save their lives through the education and information that I'm able to give them, it's beautiful. You know, like that's that purpose and that response fuels that 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 passion within me for sure. Absolutely. And you spoke of the fruit cleanse and other different holistic methods. Um, just kind of share with us three key things that we can do because there's a lot of us that don't know where to start when it comes to changing our healthy lifestyle. We have certain eating habits. We have certain habits in general that may not be healthy for us and we want to change, but we don't know where to start. What are key three key things that we could do to at least 
finally get a jump start on a more healthier lifestyle from your standpoint? Yes, absolutely. I um, I work with a lot of people to change their and shift their diets for sure and shift mm-hmm. their their you know lifestyles of because it is we've all grown up in this society and we were taught that milk you know I did a whole live the other day on milk does the body good and it's like we're taught these things and we don't know the what to do when we start to get this information about how it's unhealthy for us to continue to eating meat and and continue not even just meat processed food unhealthy meat. Because there may be some people might not want to go plant-based or vegan, and they can have a more healthier side of that, you know. So it's a really difficult transition for people to make. Thankfully, now it's a whole lot easier because back 25 years ago when I did it, I might have had one Chinese vegan restaurant and a a co-op downtown to be able to utilize. And thankfully, Mm -hmm. now there's so many options. Any city, most cities, I can't say any, but most cities that people are in, and even rural areas, there are plant-based options now. So mm-hmm. thankfully, you have a lot more options. You have a lot of options in stores. I even do on my page, We I do a lot of shops, even in like, even in Walmart, because that's, sometimes that's the only store that people have in their small cities that they live in, but um, to teach people how to replace the things that we're used to. So mm-hmm. one thing, that, that is one thing I really advise people to do, is to start adding things before you remove things. Mm-hmm. Start finding and utilizing healthy products. Go in the, the store that you're not familiar with and add more fruits and vegetables to your diet. Very simple. Don't go too deep into it. Just more fruits and vegetables. Simply adding some fruits that you like. Find the things that you like the most. And it may be an apple. It may be an oranges. You know, I'm not going to go too deep into what I think is, you know, good and healthy fruits and vegetables because then it limits somewhat. But just whatever you like, find fruits and vegetables. And instead of going to get those chips or that dry food, those pretzels or processed foods in a bag or anything packaged, eat some fresh fruits and vegetables. You know, that's a big thing, limiting your packaged food and eating more fresh fruits and vegetables. And and cooking, another thing is cooking at least three times a week. Mm. Try to implement you taking control of your life. Take, you know, utilize fresh fruits and vegetables and, and research a meal. Right now on social media, they have amazing plant-based stuff. They have amazing, mm-hmm. even again, if people are not ready to go plant-based and they just want to eat more fresh vegetables, right. research with your eating your, your chicken or your fish, if you're still going to do that, I advise you not to, but that's just on my side of things. Mm-hmm. Add, you know, a unique vegetable that you haven't used before. Try to get creative. Find your love for food. We all have this love for food, but we forget we're only having a love for, like, processed, unhealthy decadent foods why does everything have to be full of sugar or or pus from dairy and and butter and all this you know msg from our food when we can just have the simple delicious amazing fruits i eat some fruits and i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing like i'm primarily fruitarian i eat a little bit of uh, fresh vegetables and and sometimes grains but eating food i'm amazed at the, the deliciousness of food or fruits that there are you know trying different ones so Simply adding more fruits and vegetables to your diet. Then also cooking, even if it's one time a week, cook your meal. See how it feels, your, your connection to your food that you're fueling yourself with. And another thing I realized recently is it, it may be simple and people say it all the time, but take some vitamins. Go to the, the health food store. Do not buy vitamins from even basic CVSs or you know, Walmart, like go to a health food store. There's always a co-op or a small health food store in your area. I definitely recommend smaller health food stores. I'm always going to support a locally, um, 
more organic co-op or moms or sprouts. I don't load the large conglomerates because mm-hmm. um, I really value the smaller smaller businesses. But buy some um, some supplements. Let it be a basic one a day vitamin. You know, because you'll notice how good you start to feel. I recently started taking vitamins and more, you know, plant-based vitamins and supplements and for, for a variety of different things. Let it be you have, say, if you have moodiness, go and try to find something that's going to help balance that out. Mm-hmm. Say if you get a lot of headaches or if you have high blood pressure, find one item, research one item that you have, an ailment in your body that you probably are taking, are taking you know, uh, pharmaceutical drugs for and find one herb that's going to be beneficial for you or even a food, you know, find a plant-based food that's going to be beneficial for that ailment that you're dealing with and start taking it. And when you start to realize how good you feel from it, I think that's the connection that we need. And that's the connection. Once we build that, when we feel good from eating food, when we feel good from taking supplements, our body remembers that and our mind remembers that. So next time we say, I want to feel good. It's going to say, you know what? Last time I felt amazing is when I had those that raw dish. I felt alive. I had energy. I wasn't sluggish. I wasn't bloated from eating all this animal processed animal fast and processed animal ingredients. Right. When you start to feel good, you have that connection with food, and you're like, oh, my goodness, I want to feel better like this. Most people, when they go on a plant-based diet with me, they tell me they have so much increased energy. They, have, they feel so much better. Their, their irritability goes away. Their bloating goes away, their digestion increase. You know, it's just beautiful to see when people start to change their life like this, that it actually, they connect so much more and they're like, I feel so much better, so I'm going to continue this. Initially, sometimes I work on this with somebody for, you know, go on this for two months because you're dealing with an ailment. And I recommend, you know, starting with two to three months and they start that and they feel so good that after that three months, they're like, oh, I'm never going back to animal products. I'm never going back to eating that. I feel so amazing. You know, I've also removed this ailment from their body. That's a big thing, too. People are really sick right now. A lot of people are suffering from a lot of diseases, you know. And when they start to realize this correlation between our food and our diseases, they start to see they can remove these things just by changing your simple diet. Just simply doing that. And we feel so connected to this unhealthy food that we're so used to. But once we start connecting to the healthy food and how good it makes us feel, we'll forget all about that, you know, doctorization of eating these things for our whole entire lives. And I don't grudge people and I don't, you know, blame people for it. Mm-hmm. It's an agenda by the system that, you know, that pushes these certain types of food because there's funding behind that as well. We have to remember that, you know, when we really think about why they're pushing certain foods. There's an industry behind why they want us to eat these things, you know? So it's really important for us to take a a role in our own health. And then a role also in the food that we're eating because food is changing. You know, 50 years ago, food was not the same as it is now. So these animal products or these, you know, processed foods that weren't really as popular back then, but the packaged food was not so unhealthy. It didn't have all these processed, all this MSG, all this processed unhealthy chemicals in there. So now we really have to understand that if we don't change and demand a better quality food on our shelves, our food system is really going to be affected by that. That's, again, why I don't even shop in very many stores. Of course, for my restaurant, I need to go in certain places. But I definitely will support a local farmer's market or a farm so much more because that connection to that food. And then we know that their operating practices or their requirements for a quality food is on a higher standard than the mass production mm. that we're seeing in our grocery stores. And we have to be careful even when it comes down to fruits and vegetables. Right. As time goes on, like 
they're altering, you know, they're altering our food, fruits because they're spraying so many chemicals and so many different things on them. So we really need to be cautious about that. So having a connection with our food, supporting these local farmers that do care about the food that's going into our bodies, you know, is really important as well. So I think those are some things that you can start to implement in your life. Right. And, and you spoke on the connection to the food, right? And so... Mm. You uh, let's let's talk nourish for just a second because I'm looking at the menu right now. It's an expansive <laughs> menu, by the way. Nourishcafe.net, by the way. Nourishcafe.net, by the way, is the website. I'm looking at the menu right here, and you have superfood smoothies. You serve breakfast all day, starters. Divine dish. You even have pizza and salads, sandwiches. I mean, you have it all. But I want to talk about one thing that I'm seeing here that seem that a lot of people may not understand the importance of why this is there. Alkaline. Alkaline. Talk about the importance of alkaline and why it's so important that the community needs this in food yeah for sure and is educated on what it is what alkaline is yes. and you see like you said the expansion i have transitional food i have raw food i have you know to help people get to this point alkaline food if we're not familiar with what alkaline is it's our ph level in our body we either have acidic or alkaline alkaline is going to be a ph level potential hydrogen level that is above a um a 6.4 i think a six per Six point on that high percentual hydrogen scale and it's basically food that is going to be fueling your cell real food that is going to electrically charge and alkalize your cells mm. he's basically keeping them from being penetrated by disease when you oxygenate when you alkaline your cells, alkalize your cells it cannot be penetrated by unhealthy disease or weakness it's basically just alkalizing and raising our potential hydrogen or our ph level in our mm. bodies to a level of health of well-being, of electricity, of vibrancy, you know? So this food here, so when I'm working with a lot of people dealing with a spectrum of disease, disease of the body, mm -hmm. by utilizing this type of food, you can remove that. So if unless I put them on a completely fruit diet, I'm going to say, and people when they're healing, they primarily will use utilize mainly fruit, but they will also utilize alkaline food. So these are original foods, God-made foods that come directly unmodified, unchanged by man. So they have all of their nutrients and their perfect balance, and their perfect makeup of food in them for us to be able to utilize for the, the highest quality of, of nutrient density and, you know, perfect foods in our body, you know? So mm -hmm. there's a, there's a wide variety of maybe not, some people might say it's limited, but there's a set of certain foods that you can eat. And I've created on our menu, um, several items that you can still enjoy and eat and they're absolutely delicious that will still maintain that alkaline diet for people that are needing that, that, that either choose it for just overall health or choose it because they're healing from a disease of the body. Can so have I have, fun. I was going to say, can yeah. I have fun with the menu for a second? Because I'm about to make absolutely. a lot of people hungry right now. Probably even myself <laughs> yes, just reading it. Let me go through the, <laughs> let me go through some of the menu items for a second here at Nourish. All right. The green dream, you know, I'm the green machine. I had to go through that first. The green dream. Yes. Uh, we have vegan omelet platter. 
cauliflower bites. I'm talking about pure pesto pizzas. I mean, what? I'm I'm ready to eat. And look at the French. I like French toast. French toast and fried chick un. Ah, you you and you spelled it a certain way. It says chi C H I C K apostrophe U N, which means undo the chick un, which is three piece fried chick un with vegan French toast served with agave and bananas. Whoo, that sounds good right about now. But I had to travel a long way for that just to just to get nourished. You see what I did there? Anyway, but but the fact is is that you stated to me while we were off air preparing for the interview that the food will be so good that you're going to even it's going to be so good that not only are you going to be able to keep coming back for more but you're going to keep coming back to a healthier lifestyle. It's so good that you won't even realize that you're on this healthier lifestyle by continuing to indulge in these things. I mean, it's just absolutely amazing what you're doing. And I'm sure the taste is even greater as well. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. People, I mean, that's one, one really important thing. A friend of mine asked me how to do well in a vegan restaurant. I said, one thing you got to really make sure that you can do is cook. So mm. thankfully, I've been cooking my whole life. This is my fourth restaurant that I've opened. I absolutely love cooking and creating new, amazing, delicious items because that's a tag gone to a lot of places over the years. Thankfully, now there's a lot of really great vegan restaurants out there as well. But over the years, it's been really hard to find great, delicious food because I think it was people just trying to add vegan food to a menu. Mm -hmm. So, you know, learning to cook and knowing how to cook plants. And I was raised cooking and raised cooking all sorts of food, not even just meat, but amazing vegetables and, and just a variety of stuff. So I'm really thankful for that upbringing that I can, you know, really am a kitchen magician, you know, can make something, like you said, the chicken. I can take mushrooms and turn it into a product that a lot of meat eaters can't even tell that they're eating plants. You know, they really, really love the food. And it helps with people transitioning. Like, that's where I say, like, you can transition if you have food that is good enough, a food that is delicious and that you can enjoy and that you feel amazing from as well, too. Absolutely. And just just before we go, I know we have a couple of minutes left here. As I told you, 30 minutes can fly by real quick. But to close here, the last question is this. What is next for Nourish? What events do you have happening uh, that really will get us into start? Not just start, but can not only that, continue a habit of healthy lifestyle. Yeah, I always feel that that's really important, the sustainability of this. Yeah. You know, really, that's why the, the, the teaching part of it is so important to me because I can, I can feed you every day at my restaurant. But the sustainability of that and educating people and really helping them learn that so they right. can continue on this journey, even when I'm when they're not close to here or when they're not trying to come to a restaurant or can't reach somewhere mm -hmm. to be able to do it themselves. And that is something that, um, as you mentioned, is teaching, you know, like I'm looking right now, I'm, I'm starting to offer workshops for even basic something as a smoothie, you know, learning to hmm. to make a smoothie that is nutrient dense with a variety of superfoods and phytonutrients hmm. and and hands on, I work with in schools, and I want to um, more so go into even elderly communities and, and spaces, but in schools, and then offer also just offering those basic workshops for 
smoothies and raw food prep and then going more into cooking classes for everyone as well. So I'm looking to do that and and we'll be announcing and discussing it soon, but some more events. I just had an event here in Philly, and it was absolutely beautiful. Awesome. We had, uh, again, some farmers come in and work with Yaki Awakened, and yes. it was just a beautiful event for education, you know, really impacting and educating and providing that information. And that's where I'm, I'm moving forward with trying to do or planning to do many more events such as this just for the information, education, and access for our community to have. Absolutely. Very excited and about those. Yes, and, and then coming so to are a we. city near everyone else. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Think, think Atlanta first, by the way. Think Atlanta uh, first. It is. Atlanta. That's definitely very high <laughs> on my list. That that is very high on my list. You'll be seeing me very soon, sooner than later, actually. And we look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. So. Uh, before we go here, um, and thank you so much for your powerful insight into our healthy lifestyle, you you gave us and you you gave us a way to get started with a new healthier lifestyle. Not all advice works for everybody, but at least we know a place where we can start, and that's the best way to get anything done is to get started with it so with that said thank you so much i'm still looking at the menu y'all but uh, cafe.net and uh tell everybody where we can also find follow you and connect social media wise and anywhere else absolutely so yes nourish is here in philadelphia at 177 west gerard avenue so please come enjoy with us I know a lot of people from Atlanta are always coming up here, too. So please stop in when you're in the area. And Philly people that are listening as well, you know where we're at now. And you can also follow us on social media at Nourish Philly. And as you mentioned, the website is www.nourishcafe.net. So link up on there as well. And um, we're also on YouTube now I just because I do have a product line for healthy products called The Remedy. So I'm on mm. there as The Remedy. Nice. healing so check us out on there as well awesome awesome so sarah thank you so much for being on the morning machine this morning i'm still looking at the french toast don't laugh at me i'm still looking at the french toast right now can you believe this can't wait to serve it for you <laughs> yes can't wait <laughs> but right, right. can't wait, wait till you try it you'll be craving it and coming back for more you you gonna make me throw my pen across the room talking about that? Let me let me let me relax now. <laughs> but I'm a foodie at heart. But when it comes to a healthy lifestyle, it's it's definitely really the the best way to go. And when it, you already you already made it known, and we may, we'll make it known again. The food is so good that you will not even realize that you have just entered into the first step of your new healthy lifestyle or the or the next level of your healthy lifestyle. And that's the importance of it. So listen, Sarah, thank you so much once again for being on the morning machine this morning. We look forward to talking to you some more because there's some there's some more knowledge that we will need, but you also touched on urban agriculture this morning, which is so important in different cities. So we really, really appreciate you, and uh, we'll be having you back very, very soon, okay? 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate talking with you. And let's get healthy, y'all. Let's get healthy. Thank you so much once again. I appreciate you. Take care. Take care.